Hey, Love Tribe. Today's episode is brought to you by one of my personal favorites, Cozy Earth. They've got something special for all the mothers out there. So anyone who wants to shower the special woman in their lives with love and the comfort they deserve, listen up. Hands down, Cozy Earth has the best sheets, bedding, pajama sets, and more. So today, I'm excited to share that Relationship Advice listeners get an exclusive 35% off discount. Simply go to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code I do at checkout. The first time I tried their bamboo sheets, I was blown away. The comfort level is insane. I just love slipping into their seriously soft and cool sheets after a long day. And for a mom who knows that the struggle of sleep deprivation is real, Cozy Earth's temperature regulating technology has been a lifesaver. No more waking up sweating or freezing. But what really sold me is the quality of the bamboo sheets. They are by far the most comfortable sheets I have ever slept in. They are made to last years, which they have. I think at this point, I have about six sets of them. And they have a 100-night sleep-free trial and a 10-year warranty, so you know you're getting something that is going to stick around. So if you're ready to prioritize your sleep health and treat yourself or the mom in your life to the luxury she deserves, head on over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code IDO for an exclusive 35% off. Because every mom deserves a good night's sleep, and with Cozy Earth, you can finally get the rest you need. Let's talk about a struggle many of us know all too well losing weight. Remember those days when everyone was on a juice cleanse or just basically hangry all the time? That was no fun for anyone. Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to shed those pounds. Today, I want to introduce you to Row Body. It's not your typical weight loss program. Instead of all the gimmicks, they offer access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. But here's the real deal. They pair these shots with simple lifestyle changes, helping you lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Plus, over 200,000 people have already seen results with Robody. So what sets Robody apart? The support. They handle all the insurance stuff for you and give you access to a provider whenever you need them. And the best part, you can sign up online from home, no doctor's appointments and no waiting rooms. Say goodbye to those days of hangry juice cleanses. With Robody, losing weight is straightforward and sustainable. Take that first step today and say hello to a healthier, happier you. Kickstart your weight loss journey the right way and head to ro.co slash do. That's ro.co slash I-D-O. Sign up today for just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Remember, medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash I do. Thanks for joining us today. 
Hope you guys are having a wonderful day and thank you for tuning in. On today's episode, we talk about sexual health with Dr. Amy Killen, and she is an anti-aging and regenerative physician specializing in sexual optimization and aesthetics. And it was a super interesting episode where we talk about the applications of CBD oil, how that can improve your sexual health, your diet for erectile dysfunction, stem cell therapy, shockwave therapy for <laughs> erectile dysfunction. It sounded pretty scary at first, but apparently it's uh, they not They walk out painful. of the office, yeah. Yeah, they walk out on their own. They don't have to be <laughs> pushed Wheeled out in out. a wheelchair. <laughs> but uh, yeah, lots of interesting stuff because obviously your sexual health is important to the relationship. And we both like to take a more holistic approach to to our health. And that's what Dr. Killen's doing for sexual health. So lots of interesting things in today's episode. Yeah, I think the the important thing that I take away from this is that there are tons of holistic opportunities to better your health and your sexual health that can be for, for many people a lot better than just popping a pill. So uh, sometimes it takes a little bit more work and it's not as immediate, but in the long run, it can be a lot more beneficial to your health and your sexual health in general. And we wanted to just give a few announcements. We have our St. Pete, Florida couples retreat that is happening in St. Petersburg, Florida, which is our hometown and one of our favorite places. And it's happening in October, the 9th through the 13th. Yeah. Sarah's put together a really fun extended weekend for you guys where we're doing a lot of new things. We're going to museums, going to the beach, learning to paddleboard. I will probably be teaching you because (laughs) I did that professionally for a while. So I won't be learning, but but you guys will, and you'll be doing it together, which is going to spark the relationship, like we talk about on the show, trying new things, getting maybe out of your comfort zone, and then we'll also have uh, therapy sessions interwoven throughout the days where you'll be able to break down maybe some things you'd like to work on or some issues you're having as well. These relationship therapy sessions are going to be super low-key and relaxed and chill, and we just want it to be a fun weekend where you are trying new things and enjoying the time with your partner, all while learning new tools to implement into your relationship. So we would love for you guys to join us. Check out more information on our website at idopodcast.com, and up at the top, you'll see Couples Retreat, as well as the links will be in the podcast description. And of course, if you have any questions, please send them our way. And we hope you enjoy today's episode. Today's show is brought to you by our online course, Spark My Relationship. Create more passion, improve your communication, and build a stronger, more intimate connection with your partner in less than 90 days. We've collaborated with 15 therapists and psychologists to bring you the strategies marriage therapists teach their clients. To unlock a special offer only for I Do Podcast listeners, visit sparkmyrelationship.com slash unlock. That's sparkmyrelationship.com slash unlock. Hi, Amy. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thanks for having me. 
We like to start the show with having you tell us and our listeners a little bit about the work that you do and why you enjoy helping people improve their relationships. Okay. So my name is Dr. Amy Killen, and I am a physician. I specialize in anti-aging and regenerative medicine uh, with a sort of a subspecialty on uh, sexual medicine or sexual health. So I use a combination of integrative medicine and regenerative medicine to help uh, men and women improve their sex lives. Uh, so I really enjoy this because I I think it's really important to have a healthy sex life, to have uh, to know about kind of how these organs work and how to keep them as healthy as possible. So I do a lot of work with men and women, uh, mostly on the sort of on the medical side, trying to help them to understand how to keep their sexual organs uh, working properly. Excellent. Well, that sounds like we can go a lot of different ways with this kind of information. <laughs> Super interesting, and we'll talk a lot about that work and we'll focus in and talk about CBD and how it's being used in sexual health these days and the overall role that sexual health plays in our relationships. So why don't we start with that? What are some issues with sexual health and, and then we talk about how that affects relationships? Um, you know, there are all, there are any number of, of issues with sexual health. Obviously, there's everything from the sort of psychological components, which are obviously very important for both men and women, um, and being able to kind of get in the right headspace um, and to be ready to have an active and, and pleasurable sex life. Um, and then there's everything, you know, down to the, the physical parts of it, uh, where your body is ready, where you have the blood flow where you need it, where the, you know, the, the organs are responding as they're supposed to. So there's a, a wide spectrum of, of things that make sex either work or not work, uh, depending on each person and kind of what they're going through. Obviously, someone's overall health is going to have a big effect. So besides just taking care of your body, working out, eating right, are there any major things that you're finding with patients that they could be focusing on to improve their sexual health? Um, yeah, I mean, certainly, like you said, certainly the you know diet and lifestyle, kind of basic lifestyle is very important. Um, sort of a low inflammatory diet and lifestyle is really important to get the body uh, ready for any kind of activity and for healthy aging in general. Um, hormonal balance is something that I run into quite a bit. And so I do, we do a lot of work with hormones with men and women. You know, as we age, your hormones are always shifting and changing and the hormonal balance can, can change markedly um, both with age and with lifestyle sort of factors and changes. So we do a lot of uh, work with that as well. And of course, you know, the, what you're eating and how you're working out and such is going to affect your hormones as well. So that it all kind of ties together. Um, but hormones is a big one. Um, amount of nitric oxide people are getting is really important, especially for men. And a lot of guys don't know this, but as you get older, you stop making as much nitric oxide and nitric oxide is really important uh, to be able to have erections, to be able to have the blood flow that you need to have an erection. So that's something that I work with men about a lot, a lot on is how to get more more nitric oxide, uh, both in their diet as well as supplements and things like that. You mentioned that a low inflammatory diet as well. Can you expand a little bit on that? Because I've heard a little bit about how it can be bad for autoimmune diseases. And I'm wondering if that's kind of similar research. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, inflammation, as we as we talk about in the medical community, is kind of the root of all diseases, or, or at least the root of most diseases these days. Um, and inflammation is basically your body is is reacting to something, um, but instead of reacting to it like a, a stress that's coming, you know, that comes and goes, uh, your body is just kind of in this amped up state where you have this uh, 
this inflammation that's ongoing. So your body is always reacting to it. And that's why you, so you have this ongoing inflammation. Um, so this, this, you know, causes everything from atherosclerosis. So, you know, in your blood vessels, you're building up plaque to, um, gut problems to, you know, brain problems. Alzheimer's is linked to, to, to inflammation. So really almost all medical problems are. So a low inflammatory diet basically means eating foods that are not going to cause you to become inflammatory. So that's different for every person, but a lot of foods that are commonly associated with inflammation are things like gluten, dairy, soy, sugar is very inflammatory for pretty much everyone. Um, so it's different for every person, but knowing what foods are going to cause you to have gut inflammation, which can then lead to all different other types of inflammation can be really important. It's such a big thing for the way we go through life is how we're taking care of our body. And we have a relationship podcast and we talk about a lot of things, communication and and sexual intimacy and dealing with the in-laws and they're all really important. But if you're doing those from a place of chronic inflammation, of being tired, not feeling great, your hormones are all out of whack because of what you're eating or because of aging, then it's going to be that much harder to have a difficult conversation with your partner. And it's like this baseline, right, of our overall wellness. And the better our diet, the better sleep that we're getting, then the more exercise we're getting, then when we go into all these things that we were talking about on the show... We're going to do so with a more clear mind, with less stress, just feeling better. So it's like it's like this thing, we don't talk about it. We're not a, a health and nutrition show in that sense. We're a relationship podcast, but in a sense, like if you're not taking care of that baseline, all of the other stuff that we talk about, it's so important, you still got to do it no matter what your nutrition is. But the more in line you can get your overall wellness, the easier it's going to be to tackle all the things we talk about on the show. So I think it's really important to kind of highlight that. And it, it might be a no-brainer for some people like, yeah, of course. But I think a lot of us, we're busy. We're, we're trying to improve our relationship. And we might not be thinking about our sugar intake as a way to improve our communication with our spouse necessarily. Yeah, that's a great point. And I think that the things, some things you mentioned that I also talked to my patients about are stress and sleep as well uh, and how just imperative it is to have control of these things uh, just for, for general health, but also for sexual health. So, you know, for, for stress, for instance, when you have high stress that you're not, you're not, sort of reacting to it well, and you have these high cortisol levels over time that are not supposed to be high all the time. They're supposed to kind of go up and down. But if you're always stressed and you have high cortisol, it, it affects all of your other hormones. So all of a sudden, your, your testosterone is not me, being made properly. So all of a sudden, you're not, you're not interested in sex or you can't have sex because you don't have testosterone. Or you know, it, 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 all these things play into not just general health, but sexual health. And sleep is the same way. A lot of your sexual hormones are actually made at night while you're sleeping. So if you're only sleeping four or five hours a night and you're actually not making you know, growth hormone and you're not making testosterone and some of the other hormones that are made at nighttime, then you're not going to be interested in having sex. And, and that's part of the relationship that you are going to be missing out on potentially. 
So how does CBD play a role in this? Does it help with any of these hormones or chronic fatigue or any of these issues that people can be coming across that are preventing them from having good sexual health? Yeah, it's, it's a great question. Uh, so CBD, you know, we're hearing more and more about it just over the last few years. It's, it's been around, obviously, for, for thousands of years, but um, it's really been the last 20 or 30 years that we've been looking at CBD by itself. Um, it's, it's, so it's anti-inflammatory. So that's one thing that's really important for, we talked about inflammation. CBD in its own right is, is anti-inflammatory. So it helps kind of dampen uh, syst- you know, system-wide inflammation. And you can use it sort of locally. You know, you can use it for local areas of pain. You can rub it on or you can take it orally or um, and you can also apply it, you know, vaginally or other ways um, as well. But it's help. It's helpful for inflammation. Um, it's helpful for improving blood flow. So that's something else. Again, you can you can use it either locally um, with like vaginal applications. You're actually you're actually applying it and you're getting improved blood flow into that area. Um, or you can take, take, you know, pills or, or serums and things like that. Um, the other thing about CBD, it can do a lot of things, but it can help with anxiety and stress and the way that we perceive stress and anxiety. It actually acts on the same um, receptors uh, that, that some of the antidepressants do that they're called the SSRIs like Prozac. So the serotonin receptors, CBD actually acts on those same receptors. Um, so you can have kind of this uh, improved mood and pleasure, which I think all of us would agree is helpful just in general, but also for you know, relating, to, relating to our, our partner and, and sex and, and that part of it. Just to be clear, and I'm pretty sure I, I got my information right on this, but CBD is not psychoactive. So we, we think of CBD, think of pot, maybe getting high. So if someone has concerns about that, can you clear that up? Yeah, exactly. So, so cannabis, which is sort of your marijuana, you know, category, uh, is made up of two different compounds. One of them is CBD, which is cannabidiol. The other one is THC, which is tetrahydrocannabinol. So they're two different things. But CBD is the non-psychoactive component, um, and it, it acts on different receptors all over your body. There's actually, you know, hundreds of, of papers and studies being done, and or have been done, that look at CBD from everything from, you know, helping with anxiety to helping improve uh, sex to helping you know with Alzheimer's or ALS or all kinds. I mean, there's, there's so much research on CBD right now because it doesn't have the psychoactive part, but because it is, you know, it does all these other things with inflammation and blood flow and, and you know, imp- and relaxing tissues and improving mood and all these other things. And how have you seen this put to use in people that you've worked with and, and what kind of results, like a, a specific example of, of someone and how they would use this and what then came of that application? So a couple of different ways. Um, you can take CBD orally and, you know, like as a, as a drop under the tongue or, uh, you know, a liquid that you can take and you can take that sort of every day, which has some great just general um, you know, relaxing effects. I have patients who take it before bed um, uh, as part of their sort of evening ritual that really helps them sleep, which again, as we talked about before, it can be really important to, to get that healthy sleep just for your whole act, your whole life. Um, and so that sort of taking it systemically is one option. The other option is I have patients that use it as a, as a, a sort of a topical um, arousal agent or a topical application for both men and women. So there are, um, there are oils, uh, arousal oils and such that are that use CBD sometimes in combination with other things to uh, that are used during sex or before sex, uh, just applied to the genitals uh, in men or women to improve blood flow and maybe decrease pain, um, increase sensations and pleasure and things like that. It sounds pretty good. <laughs> it sounds like <laughs> right? there's a lot of great things that can come of this, and I like the fact that I actually have not 
personally use CBD oil. I've smoked pot and, and oil uh, vaping and, and know the effects of that. And I'm not, I guess, a proponent. Like I'm not, I'm not anti-pot <laughs> is, is uh, I guess, uh, what I'm saying. But also to our listeners, I'm not saying that it's for everyone that you need to go and do it. But I, I love the fact that it's all natural, uh, CBD and, and marijuana, and it's being decriminalized, and that's a whole other thing. And I think that's great because the reality is, is when it comes bringing this back to sexual health and the relationship, there's a lot of things, SSRIs, antidepressants, and prescription drugs, painkillers that people will bring into their lives to improve their lives personally. And and there are situations where I'm sure they're helpful, but I'm very hopeful and excited that CBD and pot is becoming more widely accepted culturally and used within the medical community in situations like you're using them. And I think it's it's such a great step forward. And, and I'm excited to, to try CBD uh, for the for its benefits and the fact that that it's all natural. And so someone listening, what would be the first step to to trying this and personally and use it in their lives for personal use and to bring in to improve the relationship? I mean, there are all different um, sort of resources out there and products. I think CB, CBD in general is very safe. So like, like you said, it's, it doesn't have THC in it, uh, which is a psychoactive component of it. So the um, just CBD by itself, whether you're taking it orally or you're using it, um, you know, as a sort of arousal ointments or creams, um, are they're, they're generally very safe. Um, certainly, if there's you have concerns, you should talk to your doctor about it first. But um, there are a number of different products out there that use these these things now. There's uh, there's a product by Omax called Oshot that I like a lot. This this sort of is an all natural um, combination of CBD with some other uh, sort of natural components that can be that can be great. But there are a lot of other products out there as well. And I think that just doing some research and, and seeing what's out there, and then you know talking to your doctor and making sure that it's safe for you, and then you know give it a shot because these things can be can be really helpful. You mentioned earlier how um, CBD has been around for thousands of years, but just recently, like in the last 30 years or so, that it's becoming more available and more more mainstream. Is it just more recently that it's been used to help sexual health? Um, and if so, what was it really used for prior to now in its research? So for thousands of years, over 4,000 or so years ago, uh, CBD, sort of CBD and THC. So back then it was, it was the combination. It was the whole marijuana plant, the whole cannabis plant um, was used in, in sort of all different ancient civilizations from Egypt and ancient Mesopotamia. But they used it um, for, for during childbirth. They used sort of vaginal applications to decrease pain during sex. They used it to help decrease pain, uh, like premenstrual pain and nausea and cramps. They used these formulations as aphrodisiac. Um, so they, you know, for many, many years, really up until the earliest, early 20th century, um, cannabis, which again include, included both THC and CBD, was used in sort of sexual and reproductive medicine um, very commonly. And then eventually in the early 20th century, it was sort of taken off the market and, you know, we were told that we couldn't use it anymore. So it's just been in the last really, you know, decade or so that it's kind of come back around again where people are like, hey, actually... Maybe there are some more, you know, there's some some good stuff about the CBD that's not going to um, cause people to have, you know, these weird psychoactive parts, but can can be beneficial. So 
What would be, I know you mentioned a, a brand, a reputable brand. Could you say that again? Like, cause I'm actually interested. I know there's a lot of out there. What are some of the ones that are vetted as, as not necessarily like, I don't want to scare people as safe because it's all pretty safe, I'm sure, but more like uh, quality and, and pure. So one of the ones that I, that I have been associated with is, is a, a brand through, it's called Omax, O-M-A-X. And they have some, a product called O-Shot, which just came out pretty recently. And it's a CBD arousal, or, uh, arousal oil, which has eight different um, sort of botanicals in it. So vanilla and ginger and cinnamon and coconut oil and you know all these things that are very, they're all completely natural. And they all do different things, um, but they're, it's used for, uh, this is primarily marketed to women, but it could be used for men or women. But this is a nice product. I, I've just uh, seen it and used it myself and, and I think it's, it's probably a good, a good brand uh, as well. Okay. And is that a topical solution or? That, that's topical. And Omax actually makes um, some other uh, CBD products as well. They, they've been in this market for a long time, but this is a topical um, oil. It's actually a uh, coconut oil. So it, it's, you know, it's completely, completely safe and um, all, all natural. Um, you have to be a little bit careful. You don't want to use latex condoms with it because with this kind of oil, you have to, that can, those things can be a problem. But other than that, uh, it can be, it can be a lot of fun. Sounds very interesting. And it seems like we're just beginning to, even though these things have been around for thousands of years, we're just beginning to rediscover them, you know, because they've been known and they've been used for years and, and it's becoming more and more mainstream. Do you see this like on the ground with your patients, like experiencing results and are they happy and seeing positive benefits? Yeah, absolutely. And I think you're right. There's so many things that, you know, that from CBD to other sort of integrative medicines that, that used to be used a long time ago, and then they kind of fell out of favor, and then they've kind of gotten rediscovered. Um, I think that it, that CBD is one of those things that there's so much potential in it, and and there's so much research behind it, and we're just learning more and more every day. But my, my patients, you know, using a combination of, of this type of, uh, of product, plus, you know, balancing hormones, plus lifestyle, inter- you know, lifestyle kind of factors and making sure that those are all in balance uh, and, and some more sort of uh, invasive uh, procedures and things that can be helpful as well. All of these things work together to, to really help improve patient sexual health. So it seems like CBD can be to help you get better sleep, which is going to help you, you know, in all the ways we discussed, it can help you with feelings like topically, uh, feeling more relaxed or more aroused. It seems like it's like super broad. If so, if someone's listening, why would they go out and get it? If they wanted to see certain benefits, what would the avatar be for the person that's going to go buy some CBD to try it? I mean, honestly, anyone, pretty much anyone, whether you're, if you, even if people who are completely healthy and don't have any concerns, will probably see see improvements because we're, you're you're having improvement in blood flow. Um, you're you're also. In theory, CBD can desensitize pain receptors. So it's in people who have uh, pain in certain areas, um, you know, 
from nerves or from muscle contractions, potentially CBD can be helpful for that. Um, just decreasing stress and anxiety and, and your response to those things. Uh, it can be helpful with, you know, CBD can help with those things. Um, and then of course, talked about inflammation and how, how CBD helps with inflammation. But, but, you know, the short answer to your question is that anyone who is interested in experimenting, um, I think could benefit from, from trying these kinds of products and, and seeing if they're, if they're helpful, but especially people who are having problems with stress and sleep and, you know, and sort of inflammation, inflammatory lifestyle, those are probably the people who are going to benefit the most, but even people who are really healthy will probably see some benefits. Do you have any experience working with new moms who maybe are nursing or having issues with that or just in general after giving birth, like everything down there is just not the same? <laughs> do, you have, <laughs> right. do you have any experience with CBD oil um, benefiting them? But before we continue on, we want to tell you about today's sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by Babbel. Babbel is the number one selling language learning app in the world that helps you speak a new language with confidence. You don't have to babble around. You can speak with confidence. Oh, look at that connection. (laughs) Not only can you learn Spanish, which is super helpful for us since we live in Costa Rica, but you can also learn French, Italian, German, Russian, Swedish, and more. Babbel's short 10 to 15 minute lessons are available on the app or online and are designed to quickly get you speaking your new language within weeks. And my new favorite thing right now to do is before I go to bed, I pull up the app on my phone and I make sure I do 10 minutes every night. And I'm getting better. So you can habla espanol. <laughs> si, si, si. So you can try Babbel for free. Go to babbel.com or download the app and try it for free. That's Babbel, B-A-B-B-E-L.com or download the app to try it for free. Babbel, speak a new language with confidence. Today's episode is also brought to you by BetterHelp. One of the best ways to improve your relationship in your life is talking to a certified therapist or counselor. And now with BetterHelp, you can do it on your own time and at your own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist. And you'll be able to choose from licensed professional counselors who are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, relationships, sleeping, trauma, grief, and self-esteem. Really whatever it is that you want to work on and get help with. And of course, anything you share is confidential. And with over 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states, they will find a therapist that matches with you and that you are happy with. And for some reason, if you are not happy with the counselor that is matched with you, then you can request a change at any time for no additional charge. And best of all, BetterHelp is super affordable. And our listeners today can get 10% off your first month with the discount code I do. So get started today by visiting betterhelp.com slash I do. Simply fill out the questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash I do. Um, I, I have, I have, I have used them in some patients who are certainly are, or have had just had babies. Um, you know, I, I tell people in general, most, most of these, most medications are not 
studied in nursing parents and pregnant mothers. So I never tell people to use any type of medication that's not been studied, uh, including CBD in that population. However, you know, once the nursing phase is over, these kind of medications can um, be helpful. You know, it takes a while, obviously, for people who've after they've had babies for everything to kind of get back to being more like it used to be. And it's never going to be exactly like it used to be. But, you know, it takes a while for those tissues, for the, t- the vaginal tissues and things to, to get back to being where they were. So, you know, everyone, the first step is just to be patient with yourself. Uh, you know, if you're a new mom, um, because that is something that, you know, it will improve with time. But I, I do think that CBD and other types of sort of gentle products like that can be helpful once everything is healed up, when they're really just trying to get back to, you know, get their sex life back and, and you know, get the blood flow back and their sensation back and things like that. You mentioned earlier in our conversation, nitrous oxide, and it's important for erections. And we just kind of skimmed over that, but I've never heard of that and I don't even know what foods it's in. So can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah. So it's a nitric oxide is uh, it's something that your own body makes. So it's made primarily, well, it's made all over your body, but especially in the cells that line your blood vessels. And one of its key roles is it's a vasodilator, which means that it opens up the blood vessels to allow blood flow into all different areas of your body. So it's important for every part of your body. But when it comes to erections, the, the way that erections work is your brain essentially tells your penis, hey, let's get some more blood flow. And the way that that happens is that it releases nitric oxide in the area so that you have blood that rushes into the area. But as you get older, and that's starting at about age 35 or 40, you men and women begin to lose the ability to make nitric oxide. So that's one of the reasons that we start to see um, erectile dysfunction, you know, really become much more prominent in men after age 40. So things that you can do to improve nitric oxide. So exercise is a great one. So, you know, any kind of exercise, whether it whether it's aerobic or anaerobic, can increase nitric oxide. Foods like uh, green leafy vegetables, um, arugula, spinach, uh, beets are a big, a really common high source of nitric oxide. Pomegranate, dark chocolate. There's a lot of foods that can be helpful. And then there are some supplements as well um, that can that can be really helpful. There's a bunch of supplements that will have things like L-arginine or L-citrulline. Um, a supplement called Neo40 that I like a lot that that has been shown in clinical trials to increase nitric oxide. But this is important for men because if you can't if you don't have nitric oxide, you you can't have an erection, and that's the, that's the end of the story. So if you you know you really want to keep keep that nitric oxide up as you age. You just gave Chase an excuse to eat more dark chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) Or spinach or beets. Yes. (laughs) But especially the chocolate. Especially dark chocolate, right. (laughs) Perfect. So so how much would eating beets once a week have an improvement in it? Like how, how much of foods carrying nitric oxide do we need to eat? I know everyone's different, and but is it like daily? Yeah, everyone is different and age is a big part of it as well as general health. You know, people who, you know, we get back to this sort of inflammation thing, people who have led a sort of low inflammatory lifestyle. So as you get to be 40 and 50, if you don't have a lot of plaque built up, then you're still making your own nitric oxide pretty well. And so you're going to need to eat less. Um, whereas someone who has been eating a lot of sugar their whole life or foods that get made into sugar, then they all of a sudden they have plaque built up in their arteries and they don't make nitric oxide and they're going to need to eat more. So, you know, you, it could be, some people might need to eat it every day. Some people, it may be every few days. Um, but it, it's really dependent on other things you're doing as well. Are you ex- 
exercising. Something else that's interesting that people don't know about is that certain uh, types of um, mouthwashes, like like Listerine and some of the mouthwashes that we use, actually decrease your own body's ability to make nitric oxide because it kills the bacteria in your mouth that start the sort of the the whole process of making making nitric oxide. So um, maybe don't use as much mouthwash as you get older. It's kind of an interesting. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Is nitric oxide something that women have to worry about as they age? Yeah, absolutely. It's everyone, men and women. And you know what? I talk about it in sexual health because that's that's sort of what we're talking about today. But nitric oxide is is important for everything in your whole body, from keeping your you know your blood pressure from going too high to keeping your triglycerides from going too high to helping your with your athletic performance. I mean, it's literally important to keeping your skin healthy. You know, it's it's important for all systems in your entire body, and it's one of the sort of least talked about sort of components of health out there despite being one of the most important things. Um, But yes, short answer, yes, women need it as well. And just like men, we stop making as much as we get older. And how does it affect our sexual health if we don't have it? Like, obviously, we don't have to worry about erectile dysfunction, but how else are we affected with our sexual health if, if we're lacking it in it? So you still have to have nitric oxide to get good blood flow to the genitalia. So, you know, even though women don't have erections like men do, we do have uh, the clitoris is kind of like the male penis. And so you still want to get blood flow to the clitoris and you can't see a lot of the clitoris is actually buried in your body and you don't see a lot of it. You're just seeing a little tiny piece of it, but it's actually a fairly large structure. So getting blood flow to that area is very important if you want to have normal you know, responses and orgasms. Um, also getting blood flow to the, the vagina is very important if you, if you want to have normal blood. Uh, normal lubrication. That's all about blood flow. So even though you, even though women don't show, you know, the blood flow the same way that men do, we still need it. And so nitric oxide is still important. I actually just saw a drawing of the clitoris and it's like on a a picture and it's huge. I had no idea. (laughs) Yeah. The part that you don't see is like three or four inches in size. Like they're just sort of like the fork that we don't see that's behind, you know, like back in the pelvis that goes back behind the the, the vagina and it wraps around all different things. It's big. So yeah, it's important. <laughs> I love this holistic approach to our health and sexual health because I feel like now it's more important or, or harder than ever because if you're watching TV, like every second commercial is Viagra or Cialis. And, it, it, and certainly I'm sure that has its application, but I imagine that's more the default for a lot of people is like, oh, I'm having erectile dysfunction. I need Viagra. And, and, in, and unfortunately, it seems like doctors a lot of times too, rather than taking this holistic approach of like, are you exercising? What are you eating? This nitric oxide is so important. You might cure your dysfunction. Is that even possible? Like curing it? Have you seen that? Where people, rather than taking prescription drugs are are exercising or eating nitric oxide rich foods and then uh, eliminating these issues? Are you seeing that? I see that in, in younger people. Certainly as we get older, you know, older and older men, it's less likely that it's just one thing that can help. But but yeah, in younger men, you know, mid thirties, early forties um, with erectile dysfunction, a lot of times just making small adjustments to diet and exercise, maybe, you know, maybe uh, doing some things to improve their testosterone levels, uh, you know, getting them higher nitric oxide levels can make a 
big difference. Um, there's also something called uh, called shockwave therapy, which uses sound waves, which is really pretty new in the U.S., but is a new therapy for erectile dysfunction in men that's amazing um, that we use a lot of that as well. So there are some of those things in, you know, in, in combination can absolutely take a guy who has had, you know, who's had erectile dysfunction and turn him into someone who does not have that anymore. Can you quickly elaborate on shockwave therapy? Yeah. Uh, so there's something, so it's called low intensity extracorporeal shockwave therapy in the U S the most common, um, the most common name is Gaines Wave. It's a protocol. That's one of the ones that's it's used all over the United States. But it's basically just this this instrument that's done in doctors' offices. You come you come in maybe twice a week for three weeks, and it's a thirty minute treatment where there's these high intensity sound waves are sent down into the penis, and it's not painful. You walk out of the office. There's no side effects. But essentially, what's happening is this this treatment creates this micro trauma in the penis, and the micro trauma essentially tells the body, "Hey, we need to fix this. Let's repair this." you know, this issue. And so it recruits stem cells and it recruits blood flow and all these things. And so over the course of the next few months, it actually results in improved, increased blood vessel formation, incre- you know, increased blood flow, firmer erections, longer lasting erections. So it's essentially repairing what was wrong with that tissue, you know, using these sound waves. That is new. That to me, I've never heard of that, but interesting. And, and again, it seems like it's just a more holistic approach rather than like, here's a pill, and now you're going to have an erection for four hours and, right. and yeah, it's getting your body to heal itself, which is the whole idea behind regenerative medicine and integrated medicine is, you know, your body is perfectly capable for the most part of, of healing itself. And you, it just needs to, you know, kind of figure out how to do that. And you, you know, we can give you tools to do that. I love that approach. And you've given us and our listeners some interesting things to think about. Definitely. It seems like trying CBD is like a no-brainer. It's like, uh, if even if it just helps you sleep better or if it improves your sex life, then that's uh, an added bonus. And are there any other regenerative medicine techniques or applications when it comes to sexual health that we haven't covered that uh, that you'd like to let us know about? Yeah. So um, some of the other things like sort of more, sort of more invasive, but can be also really effective are some of the platelet-rich plasma and stem cell therapies, which, uh, which, which a lot of doctors are doing now, where basically we're taking, you know, a patient's own blood um, and sometimes their own fat or other sources and getting stem cells and growth factors from the own, their own patient, and then injecting that back into the sexual organs to, again, kind of to cause this uh, regeneration of tissue in those organs. So improving blood flow and improving the health of the tissues. And so basically, you know, adding, combining those things with some of these other therapies we talked about can be a great way to help patients, you know, sort of naturally heal themselves. And who would be like the ideal client for that or customer? So again, it depends on, we, I've done these treatments on healthy men and women who don't really have complaints or concerns, um, but have come in and we've done these treatments and they've actually felt like they've kind of you know, gone back a couple of decades and then sort of their performance and their ability, you know, their responsiveness and their sensations and orgasms and things like that. But I've also done these treatments on, you know, men who are, uh, who have pretty severe ED. Uh, they've had diabetes or prostate problems or high blood pressure, or high cholesterol, and, um, and really have had, you know, years of struggling with erections. And we've done combinations of these therapies with the injections and the, you know, sound wave therapies and other things and, and kind of been able to turn some of that, to turn the, to kind of turn the clock back. And same thing with women. Women, you know, women are a little bit more complicated in that it's not just about blood flow for women. <laughs> um, it, there's a lot of other things that go into the sort of sexual performance and health and their response 
responsiveness, but we can certainly do these procedures on women as well and they can have good results. So if someone's listening and they want to either learn more or visit a physician like yourself, can you let us know where they can find you? And then if they aren't close to uh, Utah, I believe it is where you're at, then how they can find other practitioners? So yeah, so the easiest way to get to me is just on my website, which is dramykillen.com. And it's so Amy, K-I-L-L-E-N. Uh, and then, and, and I do all these procedures and things as well. Um, you know, anyone who does um, functional medicine or integrative medicine um, will be able to talk to you about some of this, these general categories that I've spoken to you about. Um, Gaines wave is, a, is the sound wave therapy. And that's, that's a national uh, physician uh, database that you can go to, to to look for doctors that are doing Gaines wave. Um, um, and that they have a website, gainswave.com, that does that. And then um, the the other procedures I talked about, the O shot and the P shot, which are the male and female injections of, of uh, PRP and stem cells. Um, there are doctors around the country who do, do do those things as well. So it takes a little bit of research, but if you have questions, you know, reach out to me, and I'll try to help you if I can. Thank you. Well, we'll link to some of those resources that you gave us today uh, in our show notes and on our website at idpodcast.com. And Amy, thank you so much for uh, coming in on the show and, and talking about this uh, interesting topic. We've learned a lot. Thank you. Thank you, guys. It's been fun. Hi, guys. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. As always, all the links are in the show notes page, as well as on the podcast description. And while you're on our website, we encourage you guys to check out our 14 day happy couple challenge. We send you an email for 14 days with simple, doable challenges to help strengthen and improve your relationship. And on our website, we also have a bunch of free resources for your relationship. So we encourage you to check those out. Uh, we also have our love tribe on Facebook. Uh, we encourage you guys to join the tribe and uh, be there for support for each other. If you have questions or just need some relationship advice, we are all here for each other. Um, the group has grown to almost a thousand people um, and we love it. So we hope you guys join that. You can go to Facebook, Love Tribe Fam, and you'll find us right there. And if you are interested in learning more about our flagship course, Spark My Relationship, we hope you guys check it out. We have a special offer that is only for podcast listeners. So you can go to sparkmyrelationship.com slash unlock and you can unlock that special offer and learn more as always thank you guys so much and we'll see you next week you were listening to a pleasure podcast for more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com.